the female energy of Krishna and be separated from Krishna by the illusion that he is able to enjoy Prakriti, he must continue in his conditional life. If he changes his consciousness, however, and associates with the Supreme, original person, Purushan, Sastakam, or with his associates, he can get out of the entanglement of material nature. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita chapter 4, text 9, Jana Karma Chameni Divyam, Evam Yoveti Tatsukaha. When I simply understand the Supreme Person Krishna in terms of his form, name, activities, and pastimes, this will keep one always in the association of Krishna. Chakvate Hampunajama Nayati Mahmati Soju. Thus, after giving up his gross material body, one accepts another gross body for the spiritual body, in which to return home practically. Thus one ends the tribulation caused by his association with the material energy. In summary, the living entity is an eternal servant of God. But he comes to the material world and is bound by material conditions because of his desire to lord it over matter. Liberation means giving up this false consciousness and reviving one's original service to the Lord. This return to one's original life is called mukti, as confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam. Mukti Yadi Hitvan Yatarupam. Svarupena Sangena, but also Isha Sangad. And so the verse is basically saying 
If you're in the association of material energy, property sangha, right? So property sangha now, then what happens? Purushasya viparayaha. And this is trans. Purushasya means the living entity, the Purusha, the enjoyer. That's us. Now it's interesting, Prabhupada mentions in the purport, it may also refer to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Ah, Purusha. But in this case, it means the living entity. Prakriti Sangena Purushasya Viparayaha. And Viparayaha is translated as a situation of forgetfulness or an awkward position. So, if one is associated with material energy, one forgets our, uh, their relationship with Krishna. This is the the the, uh, the, the um, Maya Shakti. Maya Shakti. Maya has this potency to cause us to forget. Even though the living entity is infallible. No. And, that infall and, and the key to that infallibility is given also in this verse. No. But in the association of the property star, you know, the, the, the property, the, the material energy effectively, then one's in an awkward position. Have you noticed? Uh, yeah, we all know. The embarrassment of material existence. And, and the problem with that is, and Robert mentions it briefly here, the problem with that forgetfulness is that the living entity is active, will always be active. Even in a state, but Prabhupada makes the point, even in a state of inaction, still is action. It appears that a person is inactive, but the heart's, you know, even when we're asleep, the heart's still beating, the mind is dreaming, you know, they're, 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 even when it looks like we're not doing anything, there's still activity. So, uh, in the association of material energy, uh, one is forced to act, and in that action, there's this, this there's the uh, the desire to enjoy. Even though the material energy, even though the material world is a place of suffering. Right. Temporary and miserable. You know, there may be some moments of exhilaration, <laughs> but it's, it, it always comes to pass. Nasato vijite balado, nabado vijite sakaha. Of the permanent, there is no cessation. 
but of the impermanent there's no duration. So it's an uh, awkward position because we have an insatiable desire, or not insatiable, but um, what should we say? A, 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 a longing, a, an urge to uh, enjoy and to be happy always, not just to, uh, occasionally or now and then. Uh, we, we are by nature pleasure seekers. We, we look for pleasure, we look for enjoyment. Or, or, or you know, simply put, just to be happy, to be peaceful, to be satisfied. But in the, associ in the association of the material energy, we can never be satisfied. It's designed like that. Maya, that which is not, Prabhupada describes it, that which is not, that's the translation of Maya. So, in the association of the prakriti, of the material energy, um, one is uh, here. If one wants to continue his association with Prakriti, the female energy, that which is to be enjoyed by Krishna actually. Right? But we take Krishna's position. Right? We want to enjoy it. But it's not ours to enjoy. And so what does he say? Prabhupada says here, he must continue in his conditional life. Right? And conditional life means a struggle struggle for existence. But then, so, so that's, you know, this is the consequence of, of remaining in the association of the material energy. But, the key is given here. Uh, that position Again, it, 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 again by association. Isha Sangat Viliyate. After time, uh, with association of the Supreme Lord, that position can be vanquished. Viliyate. Now it's interesting. In the, in the verse, in the translation, Prabhupada says here, uh, if you've got the human form of life, Puja, right, the human form, specifically the human form, and is taught how to associate with the Supreme Personality of Godhead or his devotee, this position could be overcome. Right? Isha Sangat, Viliyate. So again, association. He can get out 
of the entanglement of material nature. So the key is the, the, the cause of entanglement, the cause of bondage, if you like, the cause of the awkward position that the living entity finds himself in, is described here as association with materiality. And then the cause for relief or for liberation is also given. And that is to change our association from association with trying to enjoy the material energy to becoming a, instead of being a servant of the material energy, become a servant of Krishna or a servant of the Isha, the Supreme Controller. Or servant of the servant <laughs> of the supreme controller, and that's more likely. Very rare that um, we get an opportunity to directly associate with Krishna and be liberated thereby. Not many examples in the Bhagavatam of individuals who directly got Krishna's mercy personally quite rare if you think about it but how many got the mercy of Krishna through the devotees and so the reason why the association with the devotees is mentioned here is because that's the most common way that one gets Krishna's mercy. Yasya prasada, Bhagavat prasada, Yasya prasada, Nagati Katopi. This is, we chant this every day. Without the mercy of Krishna, one can't attain perfection. But how does one attain Krishna's mercy? We get Krishna's mercy through the mercy of his devotee or devotees. And so Krishna appears, interestingly enough, Krishna appears in the form of his devotees. So therefore Prabhupada mentions here the association the verse says Isha Sangha Viliyate the Sanskrit says by the association of the Supreme Prabhupada says in the in the translation or his devotee and that's also considered to be association with Krishna. This is why we're so respectful to the devotees. Because every devotee has an opportunity, or shall we say, we have the opportunity to get Krishna's mercy 
by the association of disabilities. Right? Each one of us could tell a story of how we met the devotees, I'm sure. In a simple way, we, Krishna introduced himself, at least in my experience, Krishna introduced himself through the devotees. Even some of them weren't particularly exalted personalities. <laughs> but, uh, or, you know, they may not be prominent, prominent individuals. I mean, the, the first time I met a devotee was Um, I was walking down Rundle Mall in, in Adelaide and I had this peripheral understanding of the Hare Krishnas that I hadn't heard, you know, didn't know very much at all. Uh, I must have known, you know, that the devotees were selling books and, and soliciting donations. I must have known that much. So when I saw the this lady, I thought, I'm not going to give him anything. But if he asks me for anything, I won't give him. But, and I was young, I was only 15, 15 I think, at the time. And uh, the devotee, that devotee probably wouldn't have been more than 18, I suppose. <laughs> Both young. And then, but, um, so I was kind of resistant. Resistant. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but he disarmed me because he didn't ask me for anything. Didn't take anything, but he gave me a card. So he gave me something. I was like, oh, he gave me something. <laughs> but it was an invitation at the Sunday feast. But on the back was the Muhammad. So I took that card. I was, I was just, uh, he, he gave me, he didn't take anything, he gave me something. Which is really what, that's what the ladies do. Right? They give. And what Prabhupada mentions here, they give Krishna. Right? You know, this is the, this is the mood of a devotee, is to give others Krishna consciousness. Right? What is it? Gopi Bhava Rasanda Dabla Hari Kalola Mano Mahu. This is a description of the Goswamis. They're in the mood of the Gopi Bhava. And what's the mood of Gopi Bhava? It's to bring others to Krishna or to give Krishna to others. Right? They're not interested in giving Krishna to themselves. Uh, but they give themselves and they give Krishna. So I was very fortunate. I was given the Mahamantra. I didn't realize it at the time. But I, I took the card and I, I had a pinup board in my bedroom at home. And I stuck it, stuck it up. 
jumping on board. And I used to look at the Maha Mantra. I learned it. I learned to chant Hare Krishna. <laughs> I learned to chant Hare Krishna from the God. And in my, you know, in my readings, I, I read, you know, that mantras, a mantra is for meditation. And meditation is for peace. It's our peace, you know, we have the peace formula, I guess. You get to know Krishna, you become peaceful. I'm satisfied. You become happy. Susukam Kartam Amyayam. So, the association of the devotees is very, very important. Even, you know, who was it? Sadhu Sangha Sadhu Sangha Sadhu Sastra Koi. Again, Sangha, right? Sadhu Sangha. Sadhu Sangha Lava Mantra Sadhu Siddhi Hoi. Just the minor association with the devotee can bring, bring perfection. So I guess if you think about it, you know, that chance encounter, or not really a chance encounter with a devotee, is orchestrated by Krishna. Gave me the opportunity to chant Hare Krishna, which is really, in one sense, it's the perfection of life. It's just a simple thing, but to get somebody to chant. Right? Just like with everybody, did you go on Hare Nam last night? Not last night. But you know, if you go on Hare Nam, what happens? People say, oh, look, there's Hare Krishnas. They even imitate, they start chanting. It's perfection. Right? It's the perfection of life, it's the chant. It's the beginning. It, it's just a little, a small step. Uh, but who knows? Where, that's why that moment's association is so important. So the Bible time emphasizes uh, this point is being emphasized in this verse that freedom from this pulusha <clears throat> viparyaha, this awkward position of forgetfulness to Krishna is relieved by association with Krishna. And how do we get that association with Krishna? We get the association with Krishna by getting the association of the devotees of Krishna. That's what they do. They give us Krishna. That's the mood of the devotee. He doesn't keep it all to himself. But rather, submits. The devotees submit to being a servant of everybody. In that, they'll give everybody an opportunity to remember Krishna, remember, or to come to Krishna. Or to somehow associate you know, uh, <clears throat> what is it? Samsara Tavadalamita Loka. The 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 devotees give Krishna's mercy to others. Right? Just as a cloud pours water on a forest fire. So everybody 
this 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 awkward position is the forest fire of material existence, right? The Dhavanala Linda Loka. That's where we are. We're in the forest of material existence and we're getting burnt up in that forest. Quite graphic. The, 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 the prayers of, you know, the prayers that we chant in the morning in glorification of the spiritual master are quite graphic. But that first, we're in the forest bottom and we're burning up. If we're trying to enjoy the material energy, we, we're just getting burned all the time. It's a, it's a bum deal. You go into a business deal with somebody and it doesn't work. What do we call it? You got burnt. <laughs> got burnt. And same with material energy. You try to enjoy the material energy, what happens? You get burnt. Oh. It's painful. It's embarrassing. It's awkward. Huh? You know, and as devotees, we understand this, we feel it acutely. And the material energy is unrelenting. You know, Maya is unrelenting. She's saying, come and enjoy it with me. And we say, yeah, sure. And then what happens? So, The solution to that embarrassment is to get out, is to remember our relationship with Krishna. And how do we do that? Again, just as a cloud is pouring rain onto the forest fire and extinguishing it, so the devotees are at the moment, distributing books, giving prasadam, giving the holy name to people to extinguish that fire and to, 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 to mitigate the, the, or to change. Because you see, the thing is that our desire to act and our desire to exchange and interact will not go away. Right. We, we, we're persons, we're individuals. We, we, we'll, we'll, no, as Krishna says to Arjuna, you will act. But the idea is, is to change the interactions so that we understand that Krishna's energy is not for our enjoyment, but it's meant to be used for Krishna's enjoyment. Then when we use it in that proper way, in that, in that proper sense of relationship, right? Then we also, being properly situated in our constitutional position, in our original position as a servant of Krishna, rather than as a servant of the material energy, and understanding that the material energy, that Krishna is the controller of the material energy, not us. And, and we, we, we then see the material energy in relationship 
to its rightful owner or its original owner. It's not that we can't utilize the material energy, of course we can. And, and it's proper for us to utilize the material energy but in the, in the correct way so that we're using it in Christian service. That's the, that's, the, that's the proper appropriation of the material energy, is to recognize that Krishna is the owner and controller, and that it is our responsibility to use it for his purposes. And that's the preaching. That's, the, that's, the pre that's what we take as material energy. But we see it, actually, we don't see it as material energy. Or, yeah, we can see this. But we understand. And this is how we spiritualize it, we understand it. It's not for me to enjoy, it's for Krishna's purpose. It's meant to be used for his purposes, not for mine. Then automatically our purposes will be satisfied, our needs will be met, but we'll also become satisfied because we're using it in Krishna's service. So this is a this is a release from the embarrassment and from the unfortunate position that the when we use material energy in its proper relationship with Krishna, and of course for us that means giving the Maha Mantra, giving Prashara, giving books, you know, giving people Krishna effectively. Or, you know, it may be we need, you know, we need to pay the rent, we need to feed ourselves, we need to have clothes and so forth. So, you know, some effort is required to maintain ourselves. But we keep that, we, the, the nature of the devotee is to keep that at a minimum and to engage the rest in Krishna's service. And for us, you know, that means pouring the pouring the water, which is likened to mercy, right? Onto the, onto the forest fire, it, the, 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 uh, the mercy coming from the cloud. But where does the cloud get its water from? Originally from the ocean. The ocean and the ocean of mercy is Krishna. Unlimited amounts of mercy coming from Krishna. But <clears throat> is distributed by the devotees. That's our job. Give mercy to others. And how is that? Give them Krishna. Give them Prashara. Give them Paul. Give them the Mahamantra. So that they can also then take advantage of that association and be uh, released from the influence of the material energy and are given an opportunity to connect with the spiritual. That's really what those bodies do. That's their mercy. That's their grief. So here, that's the key. The key is get away from the, or be released from the influence of the material energy and come into the association of the devotees where one can remember Krishna. And as far as I thought, if we, if we can remember. And how do we remember Krishna? What's our process for remembering Krishna? Anybody remember? Yes, Chani Hare Krishna. Yes, Chani Hare Krishna. And, and as we mentioned the other day, incessantly, constantly, 
It was very interesting. Uh, when Miller uh, uh, posted a quote yesterday, I think it was, or it might have been the day before, I read it yesterday on Facebook, which I rarely look at. So I, I, you know, every now and again, when Facebook's missing your association, they send you an email. Right, they send you a few emails. Oh, look what so and so posted, right? So, anyway, I was looking at, and it was interesting, uh, Romina found this quotation from Sir Prabhupada. He was just kind of talking to the devotees. And Prabhupada was saying how you can chant Hare Krishna all the time. Because Prabhupada said, in chapter 8, text 5, Prabhupada says one should chant constantly and incessantly constantly and incessantly. Um, so what does constantly mean? Always. Uh, and incessantly means what? What's incessant mean? Don't stop. <laughs> so Prabhupada's consistent. <laughs> if anything, Prabhupada's always consistent. So he was saying, Yes, you should learn to chant Hare Krishna all the time. And um, one of the devotees said, well, but what if you're doing other things? Prabhupada. And Prabhupada gave the example. He says, like a, a mother knows how to cook. Right? And she she's cooking, but she could be talking and doing other things at the same time. But she knows how to cook. So, uh, similarly, you can learn how to chant constantly and still do other things. Very interesting. Very simple. Very simple. Huh? Very simple. But the benefit, the benefit of that, as and, and as is mentioned here, Jamakarma Jamaniti Yam. One comes to one comes to the transcendental platform. Huh? And understands the nature of Krishna as being purely transcendental, not of this material world. The Mahamantra is not a material creation, even though it appears, it manifests in the form of sound. It is not a material sound, it's a, it's a spiritual sound. And through that constant chanting, one's able to constantly remember. Right? And with that constant remembrance, comes at the time of death, one thinks of Krishna and leaves, as Prabhupada mentions, Chakra Deham. Chakra means giving up. Chakra Deham. When we give up the body, this body, uh, we uh, don't take birth again in the material world. We, uh, elevated in the spiritual platform for the spiritual realm. So, you know, this is the advantage that we give and that we should give others is that opportunity to engage in purely spiritual activities. And that, so, so we then on the, the spiritual platform, as Prabhupada points out here, Mukti, Hidmanyata, 
Rupa Goswami says we have to discriminate. We have to learn who's an advance for them. We need to learn who's a uh, a uh, practicing devotee. And we need to identify those devotees who are not really devotees at all. They can chant Hare Krishna, but they're not free from material attachments and so forth. And those we might avoid close association with. Right? But in the but in 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 Islam, we have to learn how to interact with all of those in an equipoised fashion. Right? Because we will find there are many who are not very advanced at all. It's not unusual to find that. Right? Not unusual. There, but for the grace of God, go I. Right? So we shouldn't be surprised that there are many not very advanced ladies, because we here. Right? So discrimination is required. And sometimes we do see that devotees are behaving quite ordinary. Right? They, they're not behaving properly. So what do we do? Cast them off? No, we don't. We respect them. Just Trinata Pisani, Chinata or Eva Sanishna, you know. We meant to be respectful of everybody. Even the demons. Right? Papa says a, 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 a devotee will be friendly or courteous at the least, right, even to their enemy. Right? They'll act in such a way so that their enemy doesn't feel like they're an enemy at all. This is the nature of the devotee. Right? So we do have to learn to treat everybody respectfully, even if they're behaving in an ordinary fashion. Right. Even if they're misbehaving. Because, you know, one day they might be having, you know, have you ever had a bad day? Many. Many, that's right. Have you ever had a, had a bad day? Yeah. Right? But does that mean that you're all bad? No. No. So, we, you know, a devotee is Gunadrahi. Krishna is Gunadrahi. He sees the good in others. Adosha Narashi. He doesn't see the faults. Although I would suggest it's not that we don't see the faults, we do. But we don't. We, we look at the good things first. You know, my favourite example, you know, where the, uh, the Australians are thrashing the, Indian, uh, the, the English uh, cricket at the moment, right? And interesting, interesting. Who's uh, the captain, Pat Cummins, and he's a bowler. Uh, you're familiar with cricket? Yeah. You must be. If you're not familiar with cricket, then you're not an Aussie or an Indian. But <laughs> South Africans are even familiar with cricket. <laughs> so, it's interesting. It's very rare that a bowler becomes captain. You know, usually it's a batsman or a prominent, right? You know, and also, it's interesting in class, you know, in the class system in England, the, the batsmen were often, you know, the, the gentlemen from the higher classes, but the bowlers were the brutes, the big guys, the brutes, <laughs> not the 
not the uh, sophisticated upper class. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, if a batsman gets out, you know, it doesn't make a lot of runs, we criticise it, right? But if a bowler doesn't get a lot of runs, right, we say, oh, it's okay, it's just a bowler. Right? <laughs> he's a bowler. So long as he gets wickets, he's okay. Right? So very often you'll see, it's, it's, it's rare to have a, all, a team of all-rounders where somebody's good at everything. Right? So the batsman may not be a very good bowler, but we don't criticise him because he's a bad bowler. We glorify him because he's a good is good. Batsman gets wicked, gets runs. No? And the batsman, the bowler, if he gets wickets, hey, jolly good show. But if he if he doesn't score, you know, if he if he gets a lot of runs, then it's like, oh fantastic, you know, everybody's but if he doesn't, nobody's gonna care. Because we concentrate on the strengths of the individual, right? So that's what we do as the babies. We look at the strengths of others. Right? And we compensate for the, for the areas where they may not be so strong. So, you know, one day you may have a day, a bad day, but we don't judge the devotees for that. Or even a period. A period in their life may not be so, they may not be so strong. Or, but we, we're sympathetic because we see. This person likes to chant Hare Krishna. They like to serve. Whenever they're given an opportunity to serve, what do they do? Yeah, I'll serve. Isn't it? That's what we're looking for. I'll, I'll, we're looking ultimately for the service attitude of the body. So they might have had a bad day. Might have had a bad week. Might have even had a bad year. But that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for that that overall service attitude. Right? So, you know, the offences in the grand scheme of things, the little minor offences, they're just not taken seriously. Ultimately. We don't want to do it too often. <laughs> um, and, and you see that the, the, the devotee doesn't. Can be offensive, they're not by nature. There may be attachments that are, and in the good part, the, the Anatta Nivriti is, is, is a difficult stage as the devotee makes advancement. You know, first of all, we come into the association of the devotees, then we're performing bhajan, bhajan kriya, we, we're learning how to be a sadhaka. Right? And then Bhajana Kriya uh, leads to or brings us to Anatta Nivriti, removing our attachments. Right? And, and that's mentioned here the third point, our attachment to enjoying material nature. Right? Which is a, a horrible disease condition of the living entity. It's what happens when we come in contact with the material energy. And why would the association we were recommended? Don't associate with the 
material energy associated with the devotees. Because everyone is associated with Krishna. Right? So, uh, in that process of Anatta uh, Nidriti, we, we may see the devotees struggle occasionally. May even struggle ourselves with that. But we overlook the, the struggles and we appreciate the need of service or, or the desire to serve and the attachments that the devotee has to Krishna and the devotees. So even if we even if there may be some offences, maybe, right? Still stay in the association with the devotees. Because yeah? sometimes the devotees will think, you know, there's a trick of mine, you know. If I stay in the association with the devotees, I'm just going to commit offences, I'll stay away. Right? Have you heard that? No. If you're committing offences, stay in the association of the devotees. Because how else are you going to stop committing the offences? To learn. Learn to be a bit humble. Right? What do you think? So, stop committing offences, if you can. But don't be surprised if you're offensive. It's okay, it's normal. <laughs> it's a normal condition in the material world. That there's some, you know, we, but, but in the grand scheme of things, it'll be, it'll be cleansed. Right? Gradually, gradually. What do you like? What's your favourite service? What do you like to do? Despite your being offensive. <laughs> you, you offensive muscle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Krishna. Anything else? Practice um, 
avoiding the influence of the material energy so that it causes our forgetfulness of Krishna. And so, um, in the association of the spiritual master, we learn by following his instructions or her instructions, we learn what to avoid and what to accept. Right? In the beginning, uh, of the 64 items of devotional service, Rupa Goswami mentions that we need to be prepared to accept things that we ordinarily might not want to accept and to give up things that we would like to keep. Right? So we need to learn that art of accepting and rejecting. That which is favourable, we accept, and that which is unfavourable, we reject. Right? So it's, it's a Utsahanishtaya Dariya Tattat Karma Pravartana. It's this engaging in the positive activities of devotional service, some of which we might not want to accept, and giving up things that we might want to keep. So giving up our attachments and accepting things that are favourable to devotional service. And, uh, uh, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. When is your practice? Can you elaborate on that? Well, the, the morning program is an example. That's practice. That's practicing remembering Krishna. And engaging in service. It's, there's nine items of devotional service, really, are encapsulated in all of those activities. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, Padasevanam, you know, Vandana, Dasyam, Achanam. All of these activities are designed to help us always remember Krishna and never forget him. These are the basics of the nectar of devotion, the basics of devotional services to always remember Krishna. Again, you know, this is what's recommended to go back up, back to God, always remember Krishna. And so that means engaging all of the facilities that we have in Krishna's service. So learning how to do that, that's practice. Yeah. Okay, so we finish. Kandarashi Nakabutam Pijai, Chagrava Pijai Gorva.